0: Welcome to the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan C. Green. Welcome to another week, another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm so excited we're back again, uh, and I am your host, Ryan Green. And if you've missed the last month of episodes, uh, go back and listen, man. Go listen and check them out, because we went through um, a whole month of dealing with uh, the new book, Leadership University and giving you uh, insights and uh, sneak peeks into uh, that epi- uh, that new book. So uh, if you missed that uh, for the month of March, go ahead and listen to those episodes. But uh, going into April, we are moving on to uh, some more things, getting back to the passionpreneurs' uh, subjects and matters. So for those who uh, are new to the show, this is your first time listening. Uh, the Passionpreneurs' podcast is where we help you turn your passions into profitable enterprises. Uh, we give you uh, everything you need to really uh, grow as a business person as a leader as a um, just a regular person you don't have to be a business person but if you have a passion we want to help you find that passion and, turn, and show you how to uh, turn it into a business and, and um, make yourself uh, get yourself some extra income uh, and give that way you get some options with your life so uh, if you missed it if you want some more resources go to www.thepassionpreneurs.com uh, go to our website you can sign up for our email list right there on the website and more importantly, you can sign up for our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group link right there on the main page where you can join us in our social media group where we have all kinds of people just like you looking to grow their business, looking to become entrepreneurs. where We share uh, insights, resources, and all that good stuff. So make sure you do that. Also, if you want to uh, find out information on how you can book me for an event or come out to speak and uh, do a training, you can go to www.ryanc green.com that is green with the e and uh see everything that i do and i look forward to seeing you on there and uh hopefully coming out to uh speak at an event that you may have coming up in the future so today we are going back and i want to talk about something today that um, is going to help a lot of people it's going to help a lot of people in business because i get this question a lot and admittedly i've dealt with this issue a lot um when i was as i've grown my business and this is one of those things that uh you never really uh get away from it's something that is constantly coming up it's something that you're constantly going to have to deal with as a business owner uh, because once you master it on one level as you continue to grow then it changes again and what i'm talking about is uh how to and for today's subject is how to know your value and demand your worth how to know your value and demand your worth and you know what i mean by it it constantly comes up because once you finally get it once you get in that group you're like okay i'm finally comfortable right here charging these rates for what i do if your business grows then it's time to up your rates and then you write back and okay well how do i charge more now Uh, how do i go back and now tell people i want to charge them for more uh, money so that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about i'm going to give you some insights and some tips on how to know your value and demand your worth because the One of the worst things in business is doing your your, your job or, or giving your product and service and not getting fully compensated the way you feel you should be compensated for it. And if most of us are honest with ourselves, most times the reason we don't get the money we want to get is because we don't ask for it. We don't charge for it or uh, we don't, you know, it's on us why we didn't get the fee that we were looking to uh, get from providing a product or a service so that's what i want to talk about today i want to talk about how to know your value uh how to demand your worth and then i'm going to give you uh just uh, six tips on how to uh charge what do you want to charge because i get that asked all the time ryan how do you how, how should i charge how much should i charge how do i charge this oh are people really going to pay that you know i see uh customers and clients who are constantly undercharging themselves i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna write this down I'm going to add this one of the one of the Um, disadvantages of, I'll just say it right now, that way I don't forget. One of the disadvantages that comes from not charging enough is that you hurt the entire industry. You hurt the entire industry when you undercharge for your services. And here's what I mean by that, because when you undercharge, you devalue everyone who does what you do because the consumer now thinks that your price that you're charging is what the work is were actually worth. When even you know it's not worth that, you're discounting it because you, you're so desperate for business. So now, when other professionals in your industry come and say, "Look, here's what the real, here's what our price is," uh, they get looked at funny because customers are like, "Well, that's not what you know the store down the street charged." Well, the store down the street is not <laughs> doing doing it right. You know, so you actually hurt your whole industry and you hurt your future by doing that. So uh, we want to get out of the habit of undercharging because um, it hurts our business. It hurts the industry we're in and it even and it hurts the customers because the customers now don't have a fair um, insight on what the value really is. So anyway, I just want to give you that. I gave you that at the beginning and uh, that could have been at the end. But it, you know, that's what just came to me. So I want to give you that so let's jump into it how do we know our value okay I, i've got five things i want to share with you on, on ways to how you can uh really know what your value is uh, because it's hard to demand what you're worth if you don't even know what you're worth first And so how do you figure that out how do you demand And i don't mean your personal value uh your value in this world i mean your value as a business person uh your value that you bring providing your product or service okay so let's go into it number one uh how do you know your value the first thing you have to do is is, is study to show thyself approved that's one of my favorite scriptures Uh, but i want to talk to you about that because if you're going to charge someone for anything you better know what you're doing you better know what you're doing you need to study the industry be a professional be an expert in the service you're talking about providing you can't just be you know uh, uh, a surface level expert you have to be able to dig into it you've got to be able to really offer some some advice some expertise some some services and products that are going to be better than people can find anywhere else you know uh i'm in the self-help field you know it's every day there's a new person coming out with um a new book so uh, so someone who's coming out teaching and training uh on how to go after uh things in life and you know um so so what what's going to set one person apart from the other some of them, probably 90% of them are just giving you little cliches and things that they heard someone else teach and now they put them in their own books and trainings. But for those 10% that really are, are above and beyond, those are the ones who are creating, those are the ones who are studying the industry, studying their expertise, who are really bring innovative ideas and, 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 and knowledge to the industry. You want to be that person. You want to be the one who is constantly studying and constantly bringing out new information and constantly uh, the go-to person when people who look for what you provide go searching. Number two, do you have a proven track record? So you're asking people to go. And one of the reasons people are, are afraid to ask for money is because they know they haven't done it before. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but you know, when you can show that, hey, I've helped a thousand people do this, you don't question whether or not you can make it happen or not. Uh, and, and you feel a lot more confident when you're charging your rates. But uh, when you're brand new, you're trying to charge for something, it, it's kind of a, a projection. It's kind of a uh, hopefully this will uh, come. You know, I need you to be my first customer so I can put you on my page as a testimonial. Um, so, but if you don't have that proven track record to back up your price, you, you know, you're going to have a tough time getting what you're asking for. And then I mean, we're talking about your own personal value. You've got to you got to start slow. If you don't have that track record, then you're not bringing that value uh, that you want to bring to the table. Number three is excellence. Do you bring a, a level of excellence in what you do? See, you can't charge uh, uh, prime rib money or filet mignon prices if you're giving McDonald's hamburgers you have to be at the level at the charge at the level of the service you provide. And if you don't provide excellent service, you may get one or two people who are going to fall for it and and pay you. Uh, But guess what? They're going to start talking and people are going to know, no, this person isn't at that level. This person isn't um, a Ruth Chris, just to keep with the steak analogy. This person isn't uh, a Ruth Chris or a Morton's level uh, place. This person is more of an Outback, you know, an Outback's not bad, you know, Outback has great stakes, But it's not Rick Chris. (laughs) So, you know, you want to make sure that you provide an excellence at a level uh, worthy of you charging what you want to charge. Okay, number four and knowing your value is uh, you want to make sure that you're constantly striving to stand above the competition. You're not going to always be the best. You're not going to outdo everyone every time, but you should be striving to be the best. You should be striving to outdo the competition, not, you know, uh, uh, not thinking they're going to just go away and they're going to play nice because you want to be a player in the game. You have to know your competition and be able to uh, provide something better than they provide. And that was what helps you know your value because you're bringing that value. When you can provide something that the competition doesn't, you bring value to the table. And then finally is uh, a big one, a big one, a big one, a big one is be a business and not a hustle. Be a business and not a hustle. You know, one of the things that bugs me so much, you know, I just did a a, a big expo uh, not too long ago uh, where there were probably close to 100 vendors there, probably close to 100 black vendors there. Uh, And you'd be surprised how many people still don't take credit cards. Still only cash, cash only businesses. Now, I I didn't ask everyone what their reason was for only taking cash. But but let me tell you something. If you're in the business in 2016 and you're not taking credit cards, when you have a PayPal here, when you have Square, when you have so many other uh, POS systems right on your phone or tablets, there's no excuse not to take credit cards. The reason you're not taking credit cards is because you don't want to file taxes. You don't want to track your business. You don't want anyone knowing what you're doing. You're afraid of paying the, what, 2%, 2 2.7% fee that the card company is going to charge you. So you'd rather just take cash. That's what hustlers do. That's not what business owners do. If you want to run and and have value, then it would be a value. You have to have a, you are running your business like a business. You can't go to a company and say, uh, I want to, I I charge $3,500 for something. And then they're going to give you cash. Run your business like a business. Stop trying to hustle. Take your business seriously and do the things that business owners do in order to be successful in their business. Sorry. I get a little upset about that. <laughs> so so to know your value, again, a study to show yourself approved, have a proven track record, uh, strive for excellence, stand a above the competition and then be a business, not a hustle. So uh, demanding what you're worth. Okay. Here's some reason. I'm gonna give you uh, some reasons why you need to demand what you're worth. If you are doing, if you're excelling in those first five things that I just uh, listed, then it's important that you demand what you're worth. You can't, you know, you have to charge what you want to charge. You have to demand it and, and get that. And you can't be afraid to say, no, you can't be afraid to turn certain businesses away and say, you know, if, if you can't afford me right now, and this is what you want, Perhaps this isn't the right season for us to do business together. You have to be able to say that in your business. And here's here's why. Number one reason why you have to be able to demand what you're worth or turn the business away is number one, you'll become bitter with the clients for the work you're doing. If you've ever sat there and, and done work and say they ain't paying me enough for this or I gave them a discount and they expect me to do this, this, this. That's your fault. That is your problem to deal with, not the client's. You charge a price, you accepted the price, and you promise to provide a service or a product. That's on you. If you can't do the work without getting upset about it at the price you charge, then you don't charge the price. But the customer doesn't owe you anything for you agreeing to do something for less. Now, I'm, like I said before, I'm a speaker. I've, I've spoken. I've been in the industry for 10, what, almost 11 years now, a little over 11 years now. And, of course, in the beginning, you know, you go out and you tell people, I'm a speaker. I want to come out there and do a workshop, do a seminar and the the line that they always want to feed you. Well, we don't have a budget for speakers, but it'll be good exposure. Let me tell you something. You know, and I'm not saying I don't still do an occasional uh, free speech, but exposure doesn't pay bills. (laughs) All right. You know, when it's time to pay the mortgage, exposure does not cash at the uh bank so you've got to uh real you know you, you can't go and do things for for uh not charging your full price and expecting that you're going to still be okay with it because you will grow better and, and that would ha- that's what happened with me in the beginning you will go out going i speak and i'm sitting there driving you know all this distance to go do my presentation and then you know of course you know you, you rock the presentation and you're driving back home, and you still don't have any money. And all these people who threw the event, you know, are, are making all this money, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and they're paying everybody else but you. And then you're better. And and I've been there. And then I had to realize that I can't be mad at anyone <laughs> but myself for accepting the the uh, the the speaking engagement and not charging what I wanted to charge for it, so, or at least having another way to make money from it when I go there. So, you know, yeah, I don't speak for exposure anymore. I've been doing this thing for 11 years and, you know, eventually exposure is is not going to work anymore. Number two, sorry. Number two, when, when you don't demand your worth, you stop having fun. You you go and and you're doing work and it's not fun anymore. You know, that there's nothing worse than having uh, your passion die over something because you, you didn't charge what you, you should have charged because you feel like you're missing out or you're not being appreciated because you didn't charge the right amount. So you stop having fun. Number three, uh, you can't just quit because you're not getting paid. So yeah, once you agree to something, if you're about your business, once you agree to something, you've got to go through and and finish. You can't quit and say, well, um, I've already lost money on this or I'm not getting paid for this or I agreed to do this for you for free. So this is all I'm going to do. You can't quit. It's your business. You've got to go out there and 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 do it. And then next time you make sure that you don't uh, put yourself in that situation again. But it's again, it's not the client's fault that you agreed to a price that you didn't like. And that goes into the next the next one, number four, is that your name is on the line. It's your business. It's your name. So if you do quit, if you don't provide that service, the customer isn't going to remember, oh, well, uh, they gave me a discounted price, so I'll, I'll slide. No, they're going to be all over social media, all over Yelp, all over every other website complaining about you and, and, and what a bad service you provided. And your business is going to suffer. Your name is going to be drugged through the mud and you're not going to be able to say, well, I discounted your price, so you should be happy. no. So if you don't demand what you're worth, you, you got to understand your name is on that line. You still got to get it done. You still got to do it. And then uh, number five is uh, w- when you don't demand your worth, when you do start giving out discounted prices, when you when you do undercharge, uh, w- when those clients start to talk and you start getting that referral business, guess what those referrals are going to want? They're going to want the same price that you charge the person who referred them. So if you build websites, just to throw something out there, and if you normally would charge $1,200 for a website and you charged uh $500 to someone for a website. You did a website, did a bang up job. It was good. And that person, uh, everyone who sees that person's website and who did your website and they send them to you. Websites are us. Uh, but you know, you did that website cause you wanted exposure and you did it for $500 as opposed to 1200. Now every person who's been referred to you by that company is coming to you expecting a $500 website. But you don't do five hundred dollars websites anymore. You want twelve hundred dollars websites. So what's going to happen? Now those people are expecting a discount because you gave the first person a discount. So why are they any more special than me? So that's the problem you start to run into when you don't demand what you're worth when you don't charge what it is you charge. Because see, here's the thing: you got to make a decision. Either I'm going to do this website. It's going to take the same amount of work to do a five hundred dollars website as, as a twelve hundred dollars website. If you do the two websites for $500, you're going to be upset. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be mad. You're going to be, you know, trying to get that time back. that You're never going to get back. You're going to be, uh, you know, angry at yourself for what you did. Or you can just say no. You can just say no. Trusting your own business model that eventually the right customers will come who can afford your services. Then you do the website and you start building a profitable business that way. As opposed to being so desperate to always got, I feel like you got to say yes to everybody no matter what they uh, bring to the table. See, no one goes to the Apple store and say uh, $700 is too much for however much iPhone costs. No one goes there and says five dollars $600 is too much. If they want it, they find a way to pay for it. They don't go to Michael Kors and, and say, no, I'm not going to pay $800 for this bag. No, if they want it, they're going to find a way. So stop letting people come into your business just because you're an independent business owner and telling you what they're going to pay for your per- products and services. All right. So again, that those are some of the reasons why you want to demand what you're worth. And then finally, I want to tell you, I'm to give you some tips in the last few minutes on how to, how to help you charge what you're worth. Cause some of you know what you're worth, you know what you want to charge, but, but you get, you get hung up, you know, when it, when it comes time to ask for the sale, when it comes time to give that amount, some of you still don't believe enough in yourself to go and, and say, this is what I charge. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips, some things that kind of help me along and help other people that I consult uh long and really uh charge what, what they want so here, here's six tips on how to uh, charge what you're worth number one i suggest that you actually write a rate sheet write it down when people ask you your rates have it have it written down don't try, try to go off your, your head one it seems unprofessional. Like professional when you're going off the top of your head um and two you could forget <laughs> um and and, and you want to make sure that you know you know this is your business you want to know what you need to charge for each service in order to get the the profit that you want to get from it. So write it down, you know, just simply writing it down and looking at that sheet. Say, Hey, this is me. This is what I charge. This, these are my rates and uh, having that uh, listed. Now, once you have those rates, depending on your business, you may put those, you can publish those rates. Uh, some people don't like to publish prices. Other people do depending on your business. Um, if you publish the rates, it's out there. Now you it, it's not you having to tell everyone it's already on your brochure it's already on your website people can see that and know right up front here's what the person charges number two once you have the rate you read from the, re- the rate sheet when it's time to quote pull out the rate sheet and just read it right from the sheet you know say well well how much do you charge to uh fix the toilet well let me pull up my rate sheet but well, right here on my rate sheet it says fixing toilets cost 60 dollars plus labor or whatever you know once you're you know reading it from a sheet People see that and they don't necessarily think, "Oh, this person is give." You know, they they one they trust the, sh- the rate because it's printed. Um, and, you know, it's just a psychological thing. They see something written down, they trust it. Um, and two, they don't necessarily think that you made it up because they uh, think somehow some magic price fairy came and just gave you your prices for your company. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing it down and then actually reading from the sheet when it's time to quote will help take away some of the anxiety of um, quoting prices, even if you don't feel comfortable. Because a lot of, some people don't feel good with sales. That's a whole nother show. We're getting over your, your fear of sales. But um, if you don't like sales, that's a good way to uh, do that. If you don't like sales, hopefully you at least like to read and you can go ahead and read your prices to your clients. Uh, Number three is have a third party handle your price negotiations. Now, this is a passive aggressive way to do it, but if it works for you, do it. Have a third person handle that. So what he's saying is that you may be the one who can go out there and book the business and get the clients and and the prospects in. And then when it comes time to uh, negotiate prices, you may have someone else in your business do that part. You may have a third party come in and say, I will, you know, such and such is going to call you and, and negotiate the terms. That way that person is stronger with going out and getting the money. Uh, going out and and, and negotiating where you don't have to worry about that part so go and get someone else to do it and uh, they can go out there and and, and secure all your money and your full uh, rate then uh, number four is that you have to believe in the value that you bring to the table you got to believe it because if you're charging someone ten thousand dollars for a event you're charging ten thousand dollars to come out there and do a consultation If you don't believe in the value, if you don't walk like you're a ten thousand dollar business, then uh, the person who who's who's you're trying to serve is not going to treat you as such. And you're not going to come in with that swag and that that belief level and that posture of someone worthy of a ten thousand dollar payday. So you've got to go in there and believe yourself of the value that you bring. And once you believe it, then there's no question. Because then when you tell somebody, yes, this is what I'm worth, this is if you want it if you want it done right, if you want it done at this level that you want, I'm the company to go and do that for you. You charge it and you believe it. Then you're not afraid of no. You're not afraid of people saying no. Your business is not gonna die from one person saying no. You've got to get over the fear of letting business walk out the door. Free yourself of that and let people who you don't want to do business with go. Then uh five is use testimonials to sell. If you have a track record we talked about early on, then you should have testimonials of clients who can do the selling for you. See, people will will listen to you, but you're the business, but they'll 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 buy based on the testimonials of other people. So if you can have testimonials uh, all over your websites, all over your brochures, uh, anywhere people go to find you, uh, have people tweeting about you, whatever. The testimonials will help sell your business for you so that when they say, hey you see you can go back and say you see how good uh how, how satisfied this customer was yep and they paid the same price this is what if you want to feel this happy after we've done you know we've worked together this is what it's going to cost you so use those testimonials to help sell your your, your products and services and then finally create an automated system that removes yourself from the process so maybe you have an email system that, that will put out the prices for you uh, maybe if it's online you know the only, only way people can register is through you know a website and the prices are there uh so th- that takes you out of the picture as well the more you can automate the easier it is and the less negotiation has to happen but when people see the price they have a decision they either going to pay it or they're not you know uh so have that uh in place where you can automate uh, as much as possible so that you can take that uh guesswork out of it and, and you're not the one in, in the middle trying to. Uh, negotiate a a price when you don't necessarily want to and that way you can this is my price it's a hard price you click the yes button if you want it go to someone else's pages if you don't (laughs) all right uh so um that's it that's what i want to give you hopefully today's uh lesson really helped you you know it uh, helped you to know your value and demand your worth. you know I, i it's time out for us to stop shortchanging ourselves if you're in business if you are business act like it charge like it and go ahead and, and start fulfilling your dreams uh, as a business owner, all right? So, you know, don't be afraid of no, don't be afraid to turn down business, and just know that you're yourself to receive better business along the way. So I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, definitely remember go on to com and uh, register. Uh, you can follow, rather. Subscribe to the show, all right? Whether you're listening on iTunes, on TuneIn Radio, uh, whatever your podcast player is, find the show and subscribe to it. We need those subscribers to... Really start uh, ticking up. And then, uh, you know, go ahead and send in the uh, your email address. And we can get you on the email list and, and join our Facebook group. All right. I'll talk to you next week. And I uh, appreciate it. You're listening. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast, a production of Greenhouse Media. To listen to past episodes and to subscribe to our email list, visit www.thepassionpreneurs.com. I'm Ryan C. Green. Thanks for listening.